In the world of cybersecurity buzzword bingo, two of the hottest words right now are artificial intelligence, or AI, and machine learning, or ML. Today, I'm interviewing Grant Wernick, the co-founder and CEO of Insight Engines, a company that develops natural language processing technology that enables people to easily ask questions from complex data. Hi, Grant. Hey, Nick. How are you? Very good. So let's start with some disambiguation. AI and ML seem to be used interchangeably by a number of organizations. Can you succinctly explain what AI and ML are and what they're not? AI has been a buzzword, as you say, buzzword bingo uh, since, the, since the 70s. And lots of TV shows, et cetera, love to riff on AI. AI does continue to evolve. And the dream of AI has always been to mimic human decision-making processes and complete tasks in human ways. And, there have been some advances there, but machines can only do what we teach them to do. And they tend to be really good at repetitive processes with exact calculations that humans aren't good at. Hence, they're called artificial intelligence, and we're not saying it's natural intelligence. AI has tons of different facets, and ML is, can be thought of as one of the many sub-facets of AI. It's funny, ML is often just statistics. What ML really should be is a program that has the ability to learn without explicitly being programmed uh, by humans. And we are seeing some really good cases of that uh, now. And they should really be all about scaling complex, well-defined operations. I think it gets most interesting with super large data sets. And in my experience, it's most useful when combined with human feedback or what's called human in the loop, or more technically, what's called semi-supervised learning models. Um, so self-driving cars, although not mainstream yet, are a great example of uh, of the promise of this, where humans have been training the cars for a long period of time, and the machines are constantly getting more and more edge cases, and that's actually probably one of the hardest things is the edges. Um, another field of AI that I focused a lot of my career on, in fact, the last decade of my career on, is uh, the, the side of AI called natural language processing. With NLP, the idea is that humans... Um, should be able to communicate, interact with devices and machine data as naturally as we deal with one another. So that's natural language search, which is where I spend a lot of my life. And the other side of NLP is the side of text extraction, which is kind of looking for patterns and data and human language so machines can understand what humans are saying. I'm particularly fond of another facet of AI, uh, which is where machines augmenting human intelligence. Machines are great at doing these repetitive tasks faster and faster. Um, so we as humans can focus on more interesting problems. And where AI and ML fail is when trying to tackle abstract problems. Abstract problems are what we as humans are best at and what human intuition is fantastic at. So humans are great at looking at something like a standard deviation and moving averages uh, in a set and seeing where outliers are. Or sometimes an outlier can be something that's not so obvious. And a machine needs like millions of data points to do that. It seems that, you know, AI and ML are acronyms that are used somewhat interchangeably. So if you've been to any cybersecurity conference recently, it would appear that the solution to everything is AI and ML. So how can you filter what's legit and what's just marketing hyperbole? That's actually really funny because um, that's an area I, I, I walk the trade show floors, as I'm sure you do, and everybody has, we're AI, we're ML in their names. And if you really dig into it, most companies aren't doing AI or ML at all. Uh, uh, like the marketing would lead you to believe. As I said before, a lot of ML is just statistics. And if you dig in deep, you'll realize that people are taking maybe one piece of their product that's doing some interesting statistics 
they're calling the whole thing um, ML. You got to really dig in and figure out what's right. So distilling marketing hyperbole requires focus on measurable, unbiased metrics, which illustrate the effectiveness of AI and ML solutions in real-world scenarios. So that's actually why you're, it's like you really got to dig into these products. One of the issues, though, is is it's pretty easy for for companies to say, wait, that's just something slightly different, and then claim it's AI. So it actually requires a pretty trained eye to realize, okay, that's something really different. It's not just some rule triggering it. And so you you really need to have products that have a level of transparency so you can earn the trust of the customer. And that's be and that's because no solution is perfect, and the security teams need to understand where the limitations exist, what's actually happening, and they need to be able to know what they need to do to compensate. And so this whole idea of like black box human behavior stuff is not something that I think is is a smart way to go because when a human can't understand it, it's not helping us. You really need humans and machines working together. I would agree. I mean, that, that seems to be currently the optimal state of things. The concept of Gary Kasparov's idea of a centaur being the optimal fusion of, of man and machine. And again, we're not looking at a Skynet type solution. It's something that's much more symbiotic that's, that's going to be optimal, in, in particularly in areas like cybersecurity. What would you say are the most clear and present dangers in cybersecurity right now that AI and ML can help to address? One area where ML has been helping for a long time, it just wasn't branded as that, is around email filtering. That's been happening for the last 15 years, and it keeps getting better. Um, but what's interesting is humans are very creative, and the bad guys are really creative, and they keep finding more and more edge cases uh, around there. So it can really help with things like anomaly detection as well, because that can that those are specific structured, and there's large data sets where a human eye is, is going to be able to do a great job once you can refine and see those things. But as far as pulling those data sets together and then being able to run some calculations over that for anomaly detection, that's a huge thing. However, this approach requires a lot of learning. So you can't expect the AI and ML products to work out of the box. And I think that's a big uh, misnomer that people have. Well, I just plug this thing in and it's going to work. No, these systems need to train and need to learn. And the humans who are the experts, the analysts there, need to feed it information and train it just like they train a child. So the, so the semi-supervised uh, vision really comes to life there. And so things really work well when it's an analyst with, with an AI or ML technology to lower the false positives and start creating something that incrementally gets better. It's actually a lot of fun when you have uh, anomaly-related products where the analyst in the machine every day makes something better and you can really feel like you're doing something that, that's moving the needle forward. Uh, it's also a natural fit for antivirus and malware scanning. So we've seen a lot of improvements over over what a lot of the legacy um, products that you've seen for years. Um, it's become indispensable against spam and phishing attacks. And so that's super helpful. And a lot of spam and phishing attacks are the same. They're like basically the same piece of, I guess you'd say, Trojan, for instance. It could be the same thing, just slightly augmented. And so it's it's a really good thing to do when you can start to kind of look at the edges and see how similar things are. Uh, it's also really helpful around orchestration. When it's something you've seen 10 times, 50 times, 100 times, this is when a human can then go to a machine and say, okay, these are the steps I want you to take. And they can have a machine kind of take over that easier thing for them and give them output. And it can also really help with uh, where I'm really passionate about, which is natural language search. 
It can help analysts ask the questions that are on their mind in seconds rather than spending hours crafting queries. Although no matter what, as the March 2018 McKinsey report states, even with all the AI out there, it's going to be it's going to be a human factor that's going to win this war on cybersecurity and cyber risk. And so if we dig into that more, it's really about can we continually innovate the, the AI and ML in the security space and create a place for the human to make it better? And over the next year, I think you're going to see more and more technologies wake up to this and stop trying to say like, hey, the machine's going to do it all. The machine's taking your job. No, the machine's not taking your job. The machines are here to help. So we're seeing... AI and ML used often in the same sentence or interchangeably. Mm -hmm. But, you know, clearly these are very different things. So how do you define the difference between the two? Because, again, I believe that what we're seeing a lot of is actually machine learning. That might not be the correct label for what we're actually seeing. So can you can you separate the two there for me? It's really funny. It's, it's so it's so not the correct label, but isn't it more fun? It's like data. It's like the Jetsons. It's the Rosie and the Jetsons. It's it does a huge disservice, and it does us as technologists a huge disservice because ML is actually pretty incredible, and it's still in its infancy, and that's another thing people don't realize. There's only a handful of various permutations of, of various ML algorithms that people use on a regular basis, and it's a lot of trial and error to figure out which one's right for the right situation. And to kind of just put a blanket of, well, this is all AI, isn't really factual. The only place where like deep learning, for instance, is really effective is around images. It's not that these machines are learning by themselves. It's that humans are constantly tweaking and constantly training them and constantly making them better at something very specific. So if we could have more companies be more transparent about, hey, we're doing machine learning and we're doing it around this specific thing and this specific thing is going to really help you. Uh, I think we'd see a lot of improvements in the cybersecurity space that we're not seeing today uh, in a world where people are like, they're just throwing everything in the bucket of it's AI and it's learning for itself. And, and then you dig in and you're extremely disappointed. Thank you very much, Grant. That was Grant Wernick, the co-founder and CEO of Insight Engines. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.